Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, great show for you today. Uh, Manuel Shrieky is our guest. That's right. Emmanuel is back. Um, girl crush. I mean, Bree has a girl crush on Emmanuel. Uh, we'll give you more on Emmanuel in a minute. Before we get to that, uh, I want to talk to you guys about our FanDuel League, which is up and running now. Yeah. If you go to FanDuel.com backslash Jerry, okay, that'll shoot you right into our league. And for those of you who don't know, FanDuel is the leader in one-week fantasy football, okay? They're paying out over $75 million a week this football season, and uh, we're giving you a chance to come play against us. As you know, we have the Bad for Sports podcast, all right, which we actually draft our fantasy team on the podcast with myself, with Bree as a team in there this week, Charlie O'Connell, who's a fantasy genius, and I use that word lightly, and uh, Camper Luke. Our first draft is pretty awesome. Well, it's up. I drafted a kicker who, (laughs) unbeknownst to me, was cut, and that didn't get pointed out until we called FanDuel Insider Will Carroll, who was going to be a weekly guest on our show, to basically regulate the pros from the scrubs. So Will comes on. Will is just unbelievably knowledgeable and is a fantasy expert, in my opinion, and an insider. Yeah. And that's what he does for a living. He says, Jerry, I liked your team, with this, except for the fact that your kicker got cut four days ago. Um, but my team's in there, Breeze team's in there, and you guys can compete against us. And, For uh, cash prizes. That's right. That's and why I'm competing. That's why I have five imports of teams in there. No, you don't. You have two. You can only put two <laughs> in my league. Breeze lying already. You're only allowed to put two. Bree has one in. I have two in. Uh, so FanDuel.com slash Jerry. And then also right now, there is an offer for you guys. For every dollar you deposit, FanDuel will match it. Up to 200 bucks that gets earned as you play. Okay, that's a bonus of $200. FanDuel.com slash Jerry. Listen to the podcast. Search B for uh, Bad for Sports on iTunes, and you could hear our team and get a sneak preview. So get your teams in before Sunday, now guys. Don't steal mine. We're going to do this for 14 weeks. So get your teams in before Sunday. Uh, and if you have any doubt how much I love fantasy football, <laughs> listen to that podcast. So spoiler alert. I selected Shane Graham. Shane Graham doesn't have a job. And uh, that's what we're going to do this season. All right. uh, On with the show, too. Uh, Yes, I do have to talk to you guys also about uh, Casper, okay? One of our favorite companies. And um, basically, they're helping bring this episode to you. And Casper is the startup behind the award-winning Casper mattress. And guys, take it from me. A good night's sleep is crucial. I've been sleeping on the Casper for a while. And even when I'm working all day or if I'm out all night, which does happen occasionally, (laughs) I wake up feeling amazing, okay? And it's not just me. Consumer Reports, Bloomberg, and the Wall Street Journal are raving about this thing. And you know who else is raving about it? Miss Brie Ricano, because she's been sleeping until like 10.30 every single day. I can't get out of bed. This morning, literally, "Ah, I'm sleeping. (sighs) So uh, basically, you go to uh, Casper.com, use the promo code B for B, and you get $50 toward any size mattress, and that's only on Casper.com, and only with the backslash B for B, guys. So we're hooking you up. You could set your FanDuel lineup while laying in your Casper mattress. That's how we do it, and more on those companies later. Manuel Shrieky, what can I say? She's a fan favorite. She's a podcast favorite. We've had her on the show many, many times. This is her third appearance, um, and we've talked to her about so many things that this podcast was a pretty open forum. We discussed many things. We discussed uh, a talent show that she had no choice but to participate in. We talk about uh, when we were doing press for Entourage in London and um, what you guys may have heard, but we get more details from Emmanuel 
All I'm going to say about that story is it involves her underwear and visual evidence of that. So I could hear all the dudes typing on their computer right now about Emmanuel's underwear. Uh, but also the real reason why she's here is um, we spoke about this on her last podcast. You know, Emmanuel has a, a project and a charity that's near and dear to her heart. And uh, it's the Enough Project, Raise Hope for the Congo. And she's also basically partnered up with Omaze. So if you go to omaze.com slash M-E-M for her name, you'll get to see what they're kind of offering to raise awareness. You could basically bid on a night out with Emmanuel. And, uh, and it says a Hollywood night out with a meet and greet as well with Adrian Grenier. And how it works, it's kind of like a raffle. So, And we may even appear... There's talk. If you listen to the episode, there's also a secret prize that we we might be a part of. There's talk about that, but I believe it kind of works like a raffle. So you could and you could donate as much as you want and buy as many chances as you want to win the night out with Emmanuel Shrieky. So guys, support her. Omaze.com backslash e m. And uh, yeah, I feel like a lot of dudes are going to be bidding on this. Maybe some females as well, because the ladies do love Emmanuel too. I'm going to bid. <laughs> but a lot of dudes, I'm going to bid. And she just whispered to me, I'm going to bid on it. I'm going to bid on it. Oh, God, I know I sound like such a homer, like I'm literally plugging my own stuff, but I am so excited for this FanDuel League, Bree. Football is here Sunday. I just it gets like Christmas Eve, okay, this week. It cannot come soon enough. And I'm not just selling you guys on my FanDuel League. I'm just selling you guys on the fact that football is back. I know how excited you are. Football is back. We're going to be talking sports on the Bad for Sports podcast. So search it on iTunes and subscribe. I can't even take it anymore. I got to go put another team in. Uh, What do you say we roll the show? Let's roll. Roll it. Bad for business. When's Bad for Business coming out? You think that's a good title? The, the greatest I've ever seen my whole brain. No, I mean my whole life. Bad for business. <laughs> Hold on, wait, did I hear you right? Did you say Jerry Ferrara as a podcast host? <laughs> that's really funny. What the hell is he going to talk about? I think that a lot of people have their stick you know they get they get on air or they get on tv or whatever they do and you know there's something that they default to like a a way of performing you know what i mean he's like a genuine listener and a genuine present participant which is difficult to do i think uh you're good at what you do you you can speak very easily to people and speak on a lot of subjects why not you jerry remember who told you that why not you podcast he's got a podcast and what's it called? <laughs> bad for business? He's calling it bad for business? So he knows he's going to flop. Oh, my goodness. All right. Hey, Jerry Farrar, it's your good pal, Rich Eisen, wanting to wish you the best of luck with your new podcast, Bad for Business. I'm sure you are going to be great at it. You'll be a natural. Can't wait to hear all the fun stuff you're going to do on this podcast that's going to kill it. All right, buddy. All right. Did you get that? <laughs> His show's going to blow. It's good for Bad for Business. It's good for me. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Bad for Business podcast. This one is a very special one because my guest today is now going to become the podcast leader in appearances with her third appearance, Miss Emmanuel Shrieky. Yay! 
Did you know that? Wait, no. I don't. Yeah, no one else has appeared three times, right? Doug was twice. Connolly was twice. Uh, I think after Bree and I, you basically have been on this podcast more than anyone. Uh, that, by the way, I'm the luckiest person alive. <laughs> <laughs> now, usually, <laughs> full discretion. We're taping this on Labor Day. Yes. So we're working on Labor Day, people. Hell That's yeah. what we do, and it's in the morning because usually when we podcast with Emmanuel, it's closer to the evening, and we get to have a cocktail yeah, and kind of loosen up. You know what? Martini. <laughs> so this one might be a little more businessy, but right. it's all right because it's it's noon on Labor Day, totally. and we're over here doing it. Welcome to the new studio, by the Thanks, way. Thanks, babe. It's beautiful in here. I love it. And you walked in, and of course, you spotted. We have a picture up. All right, I'm going to take the listeners through. There's a picture of Brie on the bottom. It's like one of those three picture frames. And in the middle, this is the most random picture frame I have. <laughs> it totally there's is. no rhyme or reason for why these photos. So there's a picture of Brie on the bottom. In the middle is a name drop picture of me and Derek Jeter from his <laughs> golf tournament. And on top, there's a picture that's covered with the picture of me and Brie and Emmanuel, where I look like the fucking man, by the way. By the way, there is there no better feeling when you walk into someone's house and you see like a picture of yourself with them. Like you're just like, oh, that's so nice. Like, especially when you don't see people like on the daily, you're like, oh, I mean something to you. Now, I swear That's to you. That's what that makes me feel like. I swear to you, even though that picture is taped over a picture, yeah. we did not put that up for your benefit. <laughs> I'm not. I, full disclosure, I think we have like other pictures from when we're taping a podcast. You'll see that in the background. So that was not staged. That was in the last one. Last studio. That makes me feel super good. You know, maybe you could actually settle a minor dispute that Brie and I have. Yeah. Okay. okay. We're gonna we're, and we have a lot of stuff to get to with Emmanuel. Doing this a lot She's later. here for several <laughs> reasons. All right. Uh, we're gonna talk to Emmanuel about season two of Murder in the First, which was awesome. We're gonna talk about her film. Congratulations, The Steps got into Toronto. Yeah. We'll talk thanks. more about that. And we're gonna talk about a charity that is very close to your heart. So we're gonna get to all that. That's the lineup. But first, okay. So Brie and I have been living together for a minute now. Mm-hmm. She's a fan of like photos of fa- like random f- like photos like that in the bathroom. Now, <laughs> here's the thing. I, when I first saw it, when we were living together in our other place, we've since moved. Like she and I wanted her, you know, to feel like it's her place because it was. Uh, and I walked to the bathroom. And it was like photos of us at like Disneyland. <laughs> it didn't really problem. bug me. But then, like, Luke, you know Luke, yeah. Camper Luke, a friend of ours, like, goes in the bathroom, comes out, and looks all weird. He's like, yeah, I had to turn those photos over. You guys are, like, staring at <laughs> me while I'm peeing. Because guys and girls, like, face a different way. You Obviously, I mean? there's a different so, angle. So the guys are facing the toilet, and yes. there's a picture of, like, Jerry's niece and nephew and us in, like, Disney hats. Oh, that's right. You guys are facing out while we're looking we're, in. We're the other way. So totally. that's why it never phases Be honest. Weird, not weird. She will not judge you, nor will I. Be honest. Be honest? Yes. Not weird. Not weird? Yeah. Like, so if you go in the restroom later and you see us at Disneyland. I saw and you it. See, I used the restroom. You saw it already. Not, not, didn't strike you as, oh, that's peculiar. Not mad at it. Actually, I was like, oh. Well, now cute. it's facing where the, where the girls see it. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's so cute. That's what I, that was, I, I wasn't like, oh, why, not, why is this in the bathroom? I was like, oh, that's so sweet. I don't know. Struck me as a little, uh, a little strange. <laughs> Well, Luke turns them down every time. Yeah, every time Luke's <laughs> over, we go in any of the bad. Sure enough, like all the photos are facing down, and it's it's kind of strange. All right, we're over. That's really we're getting funny. off the beam. <laughs> uh, 
God, I haven't seen you since London. Is this true? Yeah. Now we uh, we're always we always text and you know social media always keeps us posted on what we're doing. Yeah, uh, even thank though God for that. Even though we were talking a little bit earlier, and we don't have to dive into that, but like it's hard to base real. You can't base real life off of what you yeah. see. No, yeah, you really can't. In fact, I think it's actually bad for everyone <laughs> I, think, I think that's how relationships people in relationships get in fights because they look at instagram and they do even if you think that you're above it some level you're comparing your life to what you see on instagram and you're like wow really did i become the most boring person on the planet <laughs> Yeah, you're like, this person has been here, here, and uh, on a boat at the ocean tomorrow. Like, totally. Then Bree stares at me on the couch, yeah. scratching my, my, my balls, watching. You want to watch another and episode like, of Narcos, Bree? Uh, and she just saw someone's like in Maui, and this person's at Burning Man, and I'm like, yo, we're going to start that Mr. Robot show, right? I just did. Oh, it's great. It's so good. I, I, did, I think I did like episode one and two, and like I actually was watching it late at night and was like nervous. No, it's really that kid's amazing. Yeah, he's he's a good. He's, like he's interesting. I actually worked with him. Oh yeah, we were both I think like glorified background in Battleship, which uh, was oh. the only Pete Berg movie that everyone hasn't seen. Right. And uh, I think I want to say I'm like looking at him. I'm like I definitely got like I like drank with this kid or like something. How funny. And then I had to do the forensic report. Um, so we were saying I haven't seen you since London, and I think. Um, you know, we all were together so much while promoting Entourage and and it wasn't like we were like hell bent on avoiding each other. But, you know, after spending that much time, like we all kind of went our separate ways for a month. And uh, I'm just glad to see you. How was London for you? Because I had a terrible time in London because I was sick as a dog. How was London oh, for you? I remember that, babe. I was so sad for you. Um, wait, first of all, I need to say yes. It has been since London shocking yeah not okay i think i say this every time i'm on the podcast and i'm with you too right i'm like i need to put in my two seconds of not okay love you both way too much well we did you nearly enough we did have a barbecue too that we put on instagram that you kind (laughs) of were like oh wow thanks (laughs) and i commented (laughs) i'll love an invite to the next barbecue why didn't we invite her I'm telling you, man, you can't get away with shit on Instagram. No. Um, anyway, London <laughs> was London was great for me. Only because, you know, I think I've told you this before. I feel like I come alive in a different way. You know, I shot that film in Paris. Yes, <clears throat> yes. And every time I go to London, every time I go to Paris, I just feel like, oh, this is right. Like, it feels right to me. I, I like how Europeans live. I love walking around the city. I'm so inspired. Um, I love, I just love Europeans, I think. I re- like, this trip, I was like, no, 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 this needs to happen. I need to spend, like, half my life in Europe. Like, I have to. I, if I heard, if if I read something or if, like, you texted me, like, babe, so you know. And I only said babe because you call me babe. I was like, yeah. I, I have, like, my Emmanuel impersonation. <laughs> you only refer to me as two ways. And this is not, like, this is a flattery. <laughs> like, you either, like, start every every question you have is, like, babe. <laughs> or with me, it's, oh, uh, Jer. <laughs> And I lo- and I'm not making fun of you. It's like charming, and I love it, and I smile every time uh, you oh do it. But I feel God. like if you texted me, babe, gonna move to London for a year, 
Like, you I wouldn't be shocked. Surprised. I wouldn't right. be like, what? Why? I'd be right. like, oh, oh, I get it. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Um, I kind of well, love that. I love that you kind of know that. I get it. Um, no, so London was really epic for me. I mean, you know, and also, too, I thought as a last hurrah, it was so special that we could all be there and, you know, do this press junket together. And, like, that premiere it was crazy. It was unlike anything that I've ever experienced. I always say, like, yeah, it, it destroyed. LA was always like our yeah kind of big premiere. Yeah. The London premiere Put crushed it to shame. New York and LA combined. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like, right? It was yeah. so crazy and mm-hmm. exciting. And the after party was so like the this after is the thing. The after party was awesome. Like in LA or in New York, sadly, you go to an after party, <clears throat> people are like standing around. Looking, maybe at who's, looking at who's coming in the room. Totally. Maybe getting like fucked up, but nobody's even dancing or like doing anything. Right. In London, we got we, weird. We were partying. <laughs> like, there was magicians yeah. there walking was magicians, around. There was like dance circles. There was like a pillow fight. <laughs> I, w- I almost I wanted to get into a dance battle. I feel like I saw a dance battle happen with dudes just throwing it back and Don't forth. We were having so much fun. And oh. then Jerry went, wanted to go home because he wasn't feeling well. And I went back with him. She was very I felt supportive. like that was the girlfriend thing to do. But you wanted right. to stay. But I'm like laying in bed while he's passed out and I was having major FOMO. Like I was like, <laughs> I want to be back at the party. <laughs> but I literally walked up to Brie at one point when I think my fever reached like 102. And like Julian Farino, I just walked in like some of our other oh. friends I haven't seen in a while and I literally was like, Brie, honestly, you could stay. You don't have to come with me. She's like, no, Really? And then for a moment, I know she thought about it, but I knew she, it was a no doubter, like she was going to come with me. But I saw it in her face go, well, okay, you're good to go home. But then um, you want to talk about being down. She straight up left with me and stole two pillows, three pillows. <laughs> yes, rock star. It was. Uh, I wish we stole a pillow. I didn't steal a pillow. And I feel like, aren't we supposed to send one of those to my mom? Yeah. Are you waiting <laughs> for a reason? Because she texts me. One, but... She texts me bi-weekly. That's if, if you if you guys are free, just tell Bree she could pop that pillow into the mail anytime she wants. Well, she was gonna come visit, so I was gonna save it and give it to her here. But I think it's time to put it in the mail. So you'd been to London a bunch. That wasn't like how many times at that point you've been to London uh, with you? Yeah, but never for like a long period of time. Right. Like I've always kind of dipped in and dipped out. I spent a lot more time in Paris, but this time, like it was a like I felt like we were there a proper week. Yeah, no, it was uh. It was a long time. You know what I was, like, I didn't, I guess I underestimated. And again, like, I say this trying to be humble. I'm not saying this in, like, a braggadocious way. Like, the paparazzi, braggadocious, I like, that's a good word. That's 10 points. The, the paparazzi, or, and it's not like TMZ paparazzi over there. Like, it's straight up photographers. And also, like, they find you. Yeah. They know, I, I don't, I, that I swear is to God. level in the UK. One of them, I, I, I left some talk show or whatever, and a dude took a picture with me. We got in the car and, and left and, like, drove quick, and the dude was waiting at the, the hotel. hotel. And... I just didn't understand how we got there uh, in that amount of time. Like, they just know. I feel like it was kind of invented over there. No, it was. I Yes. Is that I, true? Yes. I think that, remember, like, the whole Princess Diana Obvi- thing? Yeah, da, 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 yeah. Obviously. But, no, the UK is on another level. And they are nasty. Yeah. Wow. 
Oh, I remember my first podcast. If you guys heard a weird sound, that was Bree's phone, not on it silent. It was our new Snapchat. Snapchat. Um, okay, um, look. Okay, so yeah. So let's just talk about the uh, elephant in There's the room. There's a giant elephant in the room. Go okay. Ahead. And um, you are a good sport, and I appreciate you letting us talk about because we're going to get ratings off this. We're exploiting go you ahead, right go now. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And... Fellas, I know you're going to listen up right now, and I implore you to not be disgusting perverts, but (laughs) we were talking about the London premiere, and there was something that happened to you as you were getting ready to leave the hotel for that premiere, and I turned the floor over to you. You No, I actually turned the floor over to you, (laughs) I think think for this intro, you need to sing your song. (laughs) Okay. You know, I didn't find out about this story until like the next morning. We all kind of saw each we other. We all did not know until the next Right. And we were all feeling, I was obviously still sick, so I fit right in with like the hungover crew because <laughs> we had fun that night and everyone should have. But uh, I think you came up to me, oh, I don't remember where I walked in on the conversation and I was the last to know, <laughs> but other everyone else kind of knew uh, you basically were leaving the hotel mm-hmm. and a... <clears throat> A very timely gust of wind (laughs) caught you. And of course, there was many photographers there to catch it. And there was a shot. How would you call it? What would you say? Just a a shot. It was just a shot. A shot. A certain photo from a certain angle (laughs) where we saw some things. Bam. (laughs) And it just made me want to sing that old song, which I never understood why they use London. But like, I see London, I see France, I see Emmanuel's underpants, which I said to every girl in kindergarten and first grade growing up. But we saw your underpants, Emmanuel, in London. I thought that was very fitting. Thank God I was wearing some. because (laughs) Oh, but we would not have brought it up if you weren't. P.S. If you weren't. White dress. Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know, sometimes... It's true. You don't always wear underpants when you have like a white dress. I I, I understand. It's like that's like a really like a girl thing. Thank God that I had the commandos on. Because let were me you tell happy you, with your choice of undergarments? Yes, that night? yes. yes. Thank okay, God good. is all I have to say. Good. But you know the funniest part about all of this was that like I was like we were getting I was getting ready to. It's a crazy night, night. right? A crazy night. Unlike anything we've ever experienced, walking out of the hotel, you guys had already, I think I was, or maybe you came after me. I don't even and remember like what it was. there's like steps going down there's to the curb like, from exactly. the door. So there's photographers like at the bottom. And, you know, looking <laughs> back, I remember this like giant flash in front of my face as the wind was there. And I was like covering <laughs> my covering my legs and like getting into the car. And I didn't think twice about didn't it. Didn't enter your mind that they got something. Not for a second. None of them even said anything to Nothing. You. Like sneaky little devils. Sneaky bastards. So then, you know, so we get in the car and we like, you know, we do the whole press carpet. We do the whole thing. Da, da, da. You know, that night as we discussed, so truly epic. And by the way, I've never, never been that drunk in my life. <laughs> Would you say that's number one for you? Number all time. one all time. What are you I drinking almost that night? didn't make it for the press junket the next day. And you know the shit show it was to get to London. I was like, no one can know that I was like dying up until like 10 30 in the morning and almost didn't make it. What were it. you drinking? So 
no water for eight hours. Which is always a bad decision. All the excitement of the night. Right. Yeah. Suddenly, at the after party, like all my favorite songs. And again, Emmanuel feels the music more than anyone I know. Feel the music. Suddenly, I'm like the rock star in my own music video. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm like, shots. You and went then, shot. You, ne- I don't think I've ever taken a shot with you. Shots, dude. I don't think I've and ever once shot I, I asked for one round of shots, which was like I was asking for just super freezing cold vodka. Then they just kept coming. Oh God! I don't even know. The staff was great there. They were. They great. did that too. They just kept bringing it. They're like, we're going to get these entourage people yeah. fucked up, like, <laughs> like out of their mind. So that by the time, and like while I was there, I was great. I was on like fire. It was like the best night of my life. And then you remember those, like the hotel, the the hallways at the hotel? They were like, it was like a maze. Yeah, yeah. it was ominous, kind of it was dark. ominous, kind yeah. of dark. And we get at the end of the night, man. And I'm coming out of the <laughs> of the elevator. And Adrian, my boyfriend, he's he's videoing me. Because I was like out of my mind. <laughs> and I look at him and I was like, I was like, uh oh. I was like, babe, I don't know what just happened, but <laughs> I can barely walk right now. And he starts videoing me, like, like Teetering. zigzagging oh, down the hallway and laughing. I couldn't stop laughing. And it went from that to like the sickest I've uh, ever been. It's a quick transition, too. To literally, guys, and I'm not exaggerating even a little bit, literally being like, God, <laughs> please. You talked to the God. I will never do this again. It's the praying to the porcelain gods. I fell asleep on the bathroom floor. <laughs> Manuel, we've all been there. We've all been there. And then the next day, I show up. And yeah. like a 9 a.m. press junket, by the way. Like, and I put on a bold lip because I was like, I need to like just bright up, you know. And everybody was like, Oh, you look great. And I was like, Do not even <laughs> don't talk speak to me. about it. <laughs> and if you look at some of the interviews that Kevin and I were doing, every so often you see me go like this. I <laughs> just get like getting your sea legs because you're about to fucking fall down. Oh my god, that's awesome. Anyway, yeah. So, and then I woke up. Oh, so the, sorry. The oh my sobering god. thought. Super long-winded thought. No, no, sobering great. was. So I'm getting my hair and makeup done, and I'm sitting in the chair, and I and I go and I look like on Twitter, and I see the UK Daily Post, and no and one's I'm, alerted you to this, not no, a publicist, well, not a no person. No one's alerted it all to the time me. difference, right? No, no. And then I'm like, babe, <laughs> look at, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> look at, holy shit, look at Twitter, babe. And he goes on Twitter, and my makeup artist, she was like, we saw it. <laughs> You're like, and nobody wanted to tell me. Oh my god! And then she was like, "Look at the picture; it's great." (laughs) She was a fan. (laughs) She loved it. What was your first when you see it? Are you immediately like, do you think it's funny, or you like, oh shit, like I can't believe that happened? Or you kind of like this for two seconds, right? And then I was like, wait, it's kind of an. Awesome picture. Yeah, like it's like your Marilyn Monroe moment. Except it totally you didn't know there was going to be a gust of wind coming. No. Like she probably like did. you couldn't have planned it. Like at least it wasn't some like 
ugly, Like you getting out of a Lincoln all drunk with yeah, my fucking like, leg up like, in the air. <laughs> right. No, it was like, okay, whatever. You see like my, my flesh tone underwear. Right. But the, the, the image is actually a nice image. Like my leg coming out of the dress. I was like, it could have been way fucking worse. <laughs> and if you listen closely, if you listen closely, you could literally hear the dudes typing on their <laughs> keyboard right now going, Emmanuel Shriki, London underwear photo, click. <laughs> And they're just like trolling different angles. Just, I'm just saying. Um, because I also, there's, we officially retired something for the first time ever on this podcast. Um, I did it for the last time today. I think you saw it because you might have retweeted it. No longer am I going to do on Twitter like, hey, joining us on the podcast today, Emmanuel Shrieky, so tweet me questions <laughs> that you have for her. That is... That topic, that little, it's retired. We're not doing it anymore. Because I don't like the fucking questions I get. I don't like them. And a lot of you out there need to be ashamed of you. Well, a lot of it's on my Twitter. But some of it I saw, there was some Some of them are great. And some of them. Oh, they're just always asking you on a date or something. Yeah. Yeah, If you want to use, like, let's just say I blocked four people this morning. From Twitter. No. Yes. Wait, why? Because they said some, they just said some shit that like, it's like, come on. Like, I get it. Twitter's made for that kind of stuff. That like, you get Were they just being like, yeah. loserish pervers? Yes. Perverts? So they got what I like to call Dikembe Mutombo. He was the all-time leading shot blocker. Just blocked. Somebody wants to know if you went to a Taylor Swift concert with your boyfriend recently. No, I wish I did. I know. I was going to say, because doesn't he love that song? What's yes. that song? Blanks, oh, we discussed, yes. we discussed that in London, I feel like, right? At London, I think. No, here. We did the yeah. Oh, was that here? here? Oh, then I asked him about it in London. <laughs> yes. That's what happened. You told it here, and then we went to London, and I literally saw Adrian. I'm like, hey, yo, I know you like that Taylor Swift song. He's like, God damn it. It's so addicting. It's so, listen, by the way, since our last podcast, uh, become total sing-along in the car to Taylor Swift. Not a joke. Love. You like to sing, don't you? <clears throat> like, like, <laughs> jam out. Like, are you, I know I asked you this question, like, would you rather sing or dance uh, expertly? And I believe you said sing. Or did I not ask you? That's my famous podcast question. Oh, really? Like, would you rather be an expert singer? Or an expert dancer? Or an expert dancer, like, of every form of dance. It's It's not really that tough for me. No. Really? Because... because here's the thing. I love dancing, and when I see it, I'm, like, transported. Right. Like, I just... When I see people get down in a certain way, I'm like, oh, I wish. But then when you hear, like, a singer, oh, I'm like, that... Nothing scares me more than that. Like the notion of like singing in front of a thousand people. And I think it's so incredible the control that they have. So like, can I just wish I could do both? No. Oh. That defeats the whole purpose of the game, actually. Right. <laughs> that, she was so disappointed. Because here's how I look at it. And the audience okay, sing, has heard me. Sing, look. sing, I wish I could sing. <clears throat> like, look, it would be great if you were like at a wedding and then like you grabbed Adrian and did some kind of exotic, or like even if you went up there solo or if you're in a club and like there's like your favorite hip hop song comes on, you clear out a space and you just crush it, which I feel like you could kind of do anyway. Yeah, I could do that. But like if you really did some like bring it on, step it up shit, stop the yard, right? Yeah. But I feel like you need like ideal circumstances whereas like singing, you could literally just be like, oh, hey, check this out and just bust into a song and annihilate it. But P.S., do you know like my dream? 
Did no. I ever tell you that? I don't know if you had. You've been a guest three times, so they're going to have to listen to repetitive stuff. I don't think you've said it on the podcast Oh, my before. God. No, this is my dream, you guys. I'm <laughs> such a hippie child. This is this is my dream, is to have a dinner party in my, like, amazing little home. Okay, I'm there with you right In the now. flat. Closing my <laughs> eyes. All right, I'm yeah. there. Okay, like, dope, dope home, like, super zen, amazing, <laughs> candles everywhere. It smells great. Like, like amazing food then post food like we're all together and we're drinking wine and we're like smoking a joint and then I like grab my guitar (laughs) and I start to play my guitar and I fucking sing a ditty and you're like well you're like you're like I didn't know you could sing that and then I like play the guitar and play the guitar and be like playing like Pink Floyd like acoustic Pink Floyd acoustic You yes. go you go acoustic. Yeah. By the way, if you did that at your amazing, amazing smelling <laughs> dinner party, party with yeah. great drinks and weed, I honestly I would be like best night ever. <laughs> best night ever. Now yeah. do you remember we're going to a concert, by the way. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> now by the time this airs, we will have already been to the concert. <gasps> so we'll have a follow up. Oh my god. And you could laugh if you want to. No, no, you could laugh if you want to. But I feel like you're not going to. I feel like I'm going to be super jealous. And it's not at a big venue. It's at a small venue. Um, and they're an old R&B group from our past. <gasps> I'm already jealous. And what it's probably, it? to me, in my opinion, <clears throat> the greatest R&B. Oh, my God. What? Boys to Men. No! <laughs> when are you Wednesday. Wednesday. The day I leave. The day yes. you leave. Oh, and by the way, you totally could have came. That's been a great date night for us, too. Oh. <gasps> because Adrian is right there with us. Yeah. Oh, you guys. Now, several things I want to talk about so here. Jealous. Um, it's It's full circle for me because the first concert I ever went to in my life was Boys to Men. I still have the ticket stub from Nassau Coliseum, 1996. Boys to Men, shortly after their famous album, Two, mm. came out. Uh, do you remember the first concert you've ever been to in your life? I totally do. I just have to digress for one second. Please. I think I, I am now remembering, like, initially, why we became such great friends so fast was our love of, like, 90s hip-hop and r It might have been our first early conversation like so. season two no but for real like where you and i like are on a smoke break for two hours and we <laughs> yeah. dug in on like 112 <laughs> and jodeci totally. and new edition and boys to men yeah you're dying. right you're probably right you're probably right dying that i'm missing boys to men on wednesday um so yes my okay so little backstory yes so i have an older brother and sister my brother is nine years older than me, and my sister's six years older than me. And Aww, so you're the baby. I'm the baby. Me too. So, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So my brother had the hard rock, like on lockdown. Right. Right. He, that, that was his generation. That was his generation. My sister was, you know, new wave, like OMD, right. Depeche Mode, yeah. like that whole thing. And of course, I was like hip hop, R and B, calypso, reggae. That was like everything. That was that was. That's my playing jam. at your dinner, your famous dinner dream party oh. too. There's like a little, there's like a room yeah, where that's so playing. That's I feel like in your house. This year. I feel like in your big house in the flats, there's a room that's like, here you want? Here's a reggae yes. room. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Continue. Continue. Yeah, all the yes. <laughs> continue. <laughs> I was like cloned Emmanuels in each room. Be like, hey guys, I'm in the hip. I'll be in the R and B room if you guys need me with this weed. Uh, please so, continue. Sorry. So good. 
So my brother, who's a huge music lover, <clears throat> my first concert was in Toronto at a place called Ontario Place. Mm-hmm. And I believe it was um, it was a, a, a woman singer named Luba. Wow, you like stumped a, me. A Luba. Can, yeah, she's a Canadian singer. Canadian fans might know who she is. But it was like not it was like I was so young. Right. Um mm-hmm. but like I remember that and I was like with my big brother and he was oh. big big arena or like a lot of people or small venue? Yeah, well like Hollywood bowl size. Oh, that's pretty that's good size. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, it was Luba. That was my first concert. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. When I obscure when I saw Boys to Men, they mm-hmm. were at their height probably. And 15,000 people in this castle. I mean, I'm talking when they sang their song, Water Runs Dry, you know that song? Mm-hmm. That's the only way that it rained in the arena. When they did 50 Candles, which is another great one, the whole stage, there was about 3,000 candles. Like they had every bell and whistle. Oh, and it was me and my friend uh, Mario and these two girls. Um, who we were just friends with. This is, uh, you should not be jealous. You don't, you don't have to stalk them on Instagram. I'll give you their names later. And like, I'm talking, we were like the eight now Long Island where the Coliseum was, was like a little far from Brooklyn. Like it was a sort of thing where like one of their, the girl's dads picked us all up, dropped us off. It's like, I'm going to be back. If you guys aren't out here at 10 o'clock, he looked dead at me and Mary. I was like, I'm looking for you guys. And this is, I think he might've had weapons and stuff. So, like, that was also the first time I felt stress of, like, yo, 10 o'clock, dude, we got to be here or else this guy's going to kill us. Um, do you, do, like, so you don't sing. You love to sing, but, like, you wouldn't call yourself, like, a singer. No. I, listen. Like, do you kill it at karaoke or do you get by Some with, like, songs. your... With, Some songs. Which, do you no, know? no. Here's the thing. Yeah, the song <laughs> is... um. Uh, she's got better Dave size, you know. Oh, that's not bad. And you sell it. You sell it. So no, here's the thing. <laughs> I went to theater school. Right. And oh. in order to, well, I went to high school for the performing arts, and I went to college before I dropped out <laughs> Same uh, here. for the for uh, this prestigious program in Canada. And for both, you had to audition. Uh, you had to sing. So it was like I could carry a tune, like. But I'm not a singer. Like, I, I literally die in front of an audience if I have to sing. And I've often said that, like, this year, I would love to take singing lessons because I feel like if I could get over my fear of singing in front of people, I think it'll actually make me a better actor. It'll it'll probably... Like, it'll free me. Right. You know what I mean? So, um... You anyway, should do it. You should do it. I, know, I support I really, you in I doing really that. I really want to. I support you in doing that. So, um... <clears throat> Yeah, so I'm not I'm not a singer, though you know, though my father always thought I was a singer. Well, look, this was all going to a place. I have a method behind my madness, and it's amazing what you could find on Google. <laughs> and um, and because we no. do preparation here at the Bad for Business podcast, I did find something. I want to say it was in like Cosmopolitan magazine or something. Okay, I want or I, I want to credit it was some big time magazine that you shared a story. That I find pretty interesting, but uh, before that, real quick, we're going to do some ads, and then we're going to get back to that story, because you guys are going to love this. Uh, 
Okay, but first, we spoke about him earlier, and I have to talk about FanDuel because I'm very excited about FanDuel. And FanDuel is the leader in one-week fantasy football with more winners and more payouts than any other site. They're paying out over $75 million a week this football season, all right? Guys, building a team is so easy. And um, if you don't believe me, if you go to our Bad for Sports podcast, okay, you could hear my team because we drafted on the air. You just pick your players, you stay under the salary cap, and you sit back and you watch your team win, hopefully. Injury fees start at just $1, and anyone can play, guys, okay? So uh, my league, as you know, I spoke about it earlier, but if you want to play against myself and Bree, maybe even Emmanuel one of these days, uh, you go to FanDuel.com slash Jerry, and you sign up right now, and there's a special offer for new users. Every dollar you deposit, FanDuel is going to match up to 200 bucks that gets earned as you play. All right, so it's fanduel.com slash Jerry. Play against me. If you doubt that it's really me in there, go to the Bad for Sports podcast. That's all the evidence you need to know how much I love fantasy football and how much I'm into this week-long fantasy stuff because they're killing it, okay? So uh, we got big thank you to them. And then also I have to thank... Casper Mattress for uh, sponsoring the show as well because, uh, look, you guys know how much I love my Casper Mattress, but um, you know what's really cool about this company? They know that sleep is the secret to living a better life. I doubted it myself, but I feel significantly better since I've actually been sleeping really well on my Casper Mattress. So if you want the energy to go the extra mile in everything you do, you have to start with a good night's sleep. That's why Casper spent thousands of hours engineering an award-winning mattress that's perfect for everyone, no matter what position you sleep in. Okay, Bree knows this. Bree's been sleeping till like 10.30, you know, why do I sleep so much? And I personally think it's the mattress. I have no scientific proof of that, but we went from waking up at like 7.30 in the morning with back problems to waking up at 10.30 refreshed. It has really helped my neck. I sprained my neck a couple of years ago. I'm not kidding you. This is the best mattress I've slept on. And look, listen, I know it sounds like we're giving you guys the hard sell. Um, and if you're at that moment where it's like, ah, I kind of need a new mattress, but I don't really need one. Like, is there anything? You know what? Just do it because you want to know what? They're basically going to let you do it for 100 nights risk-free. If you don't love it, Casper will pick it up and refund you everything, okay? So you could skip the mattress showroom, say goodbye to commission-driven inflated prices, and just go to casper.com. Use the code B for B, and you know what? $50 toward any size mattress on Casper.com that you want on us. I can't hook you guys up any more than this. I'm trying, okay? Just follow me down the path. All right, now, back to the story that I hyped up uh, about you singing, which, I mean, I love singing, and I didn't know you loved singing. Uh, were you and your dad on a cruise? <laughs> we were. To the DR? <laughs> Does that sound right? Yes. It wasn't, it wasn't a cruise, but we were on a trip. Oh, it wasn't a cruise. It was a trip. Okay, yes, it was a trip. I don't yes. know. I made cruise up. In my <laughs> mind, I went to like you were locked on a ship. Okay. All right. You were on a trip to the Dominican Republic. Yes. And what happened? So Musically Dear speaking. old daddy. <laughs> well, so we're, okay, I'm 17 years old. My dad and I go to the Dominican Republic and, you know, it, it was a crazy time in our lives. And um, we're there, and there's this talent show. (laughs) (laughs) And Dad decides that, like, his daughter is the most talented girl on the planet. Of course. Of course. And volunteers me to sing. Oh, my gosh. And the talent show. Of course, he doesn't tell me this. So when we're 
at the talent show, the guy who's running the talent show, I'll never forget this, Edgar. His name was Edgar. Edgar. You remember his name. Listen, we had a little, you know, kissy oh, kiss. Oh, Edgar. <laughs> Edgar. Edgar, if you're listening, props. <laughs> I have a picture of me and Edgar. So <laughs> Edgar is like, does this, he does his intro and he's like, oh, so now, you know, the talent comes up, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, and... You know, whatever, whatever. And he introduces me and he's like, so our first one is Emmanuel. And you have no idea what's happening. No, I have no idea. And my dad is sitting there smiling, proud. And I was like, Get up there. I was like, Daddy. What did you do? What did you do? (laughs) I can't see. So he was like, Let's go, go, go. You'll be fine. So I go up there and I'm mortified. I can't believe you went up there. I would have ran out of the building. I, listen, what was I going to do? Everybody I run like, out of the building. All eyes. Like, it was I would have been like, so, I'm, that's not me. I'm not her. I'm, I'm leaving. So I can't believe you went up there. You have major balls well, for going up there. Well, wait. No, now I lose all points. <laughs> okay. We're going to take your balls away from <laughs> Yes. So, Edgar with the microphone, he's like, so what song are you going to sing? And I was like, um, <clears throat> well... I don't really sing, so how about uh, <clears throat> the Canadian National Anthem? <laughs> you went with patriotism? You went with patriotism because no one will boo the Canadian National Anthem. <laughs> the worst part? <laughs> I forgot the words. No, it's the only thing you can't do. Emmanuel, the only thing you can't do in an anthem <laughs> forget is the forget words. the words. Because if you just get through it, even if the singing part is not good, you'll still get the you know patriotic I applause. Can't, I can't. And by the way, I look oh, I look across and I see my dad, and he's like this. He's like this. was he horrified? Oh. <laughs> For the record, she's putting her ha- her head in her hands, shaking her head. <laughs> Which is what her dad was doing. Yes, and it was so funny. And and by the way, I swear to you, my dad told that story over and over and over. <laughs> Favorite <laughs> story. Favorite story. I could just picture around the table. Like, let me tell you guys a story about Emmanuel uh, back in uh, 1998. Uh, yes. <laughs> you what, do, like? Do you remember what part got you of the anthem? No. Okay. Probably, but it couldn't have been more than like three. And you knew it, but the, but you knew it. But the, did the nerves get you? Totally. Mm-hmm. See, I was afraid even back then to sing in front of people. You should take the class. Get over your fear. I know. Um, Bree, didn't you at one point fancy yourself a singer? And like, didn't your mom? I know you didn't. She didn't expect this coming. Didn't your mom like sign you up for something, and then she you sang and told you you were great? Solo in the church play, <laughs> and there was a video camera. And everybody afterwards was like, that was so beautiful. Oh my gosh, you have such a wonderful voice. Like convinced voice. her she was awesome. And like my mom convinced me that I had like the best voice. I had been Like an angel, songbird. <laughs> like I went up there, I still remember some of the words and I like, I rocked it. And then afterwards I was like, oh, I can't wait to watch the video. I watched the video. <laughs> Are you people and tone deaf? I am not like, I was like 13 or 14, so I'm not that young. And I watch it, and I'm like, everybody's been lying to me. I was mortified, absolutely mortified. I was so mad at my mom. I was like, there's no way you can think this is good. And I can't carry a tune. Like, I'm all over the place. I can't carry a tune. do you still have that video? Yes. Can we put that on YouTube? Would you mind? Would you mind if we put that on YouTube? Oh, my God. So I mean, it's so bad. It's it, so is bad. But so funny. What What's awesome is that everyone told you, "Oh my god, oh, you voice. are so, so good! What a voice! You that should star in the Christmas play." <laughs> yeah, 
Oh, you should star in the Easter play. <laughs> this is the best. Now, Manuel, I love this girl more than anything. Okay, I know you guys are adorable. She can't sing for shit. <laughs> <laughs> she has many talents, like so many talents. She's. What, the smartest person I know. She's super funny. She could dance. She she could write. She could do almost anything. One thing she can't do, sing. I just have a hard time like switching between like high and low. Like I'm either really low or really high. <laughs> it's just hard, guys. It's hard. Well, I can't I put you. Actually, on the last podcast because he called me out and I sang Britney Spears because I recently went to her show in Vegas. <laughs> Oh, and was singing Britney Spears songs for the entire Guys, week. I just want you to all know right now that I'm almost in tears of laughter. <laughs> well, I can't in good faith put both of you on blast yeah. without putting myself on blast. Yeah. I think you know a little bit about this, and I'm hoping to God, the same friend that I went to the Boys to Men concert with, Mario, I hope he's not listening, because I think he might have these tapes. Oh, God. <laughs> And he's actually Mario, uh, my, my do, friend Mario, please. who is yes. uh, <laughs> he's a good I'm rapper. He, he, he's been in music his whole life. Like he's still a, a rapper and he kills it. He does very well. I pray to God he's not listening. Wait, is this like Mario Mario? Like Mario? No. Singer Mario? No. Oh, okay. That would be cool though. That would have been cool. Like, oh my God. That would have been cool. Uh, no, this is just Mario from Brooklyn. Uh, okay. Good friend of mine. Grew up with him. Um, him and I formed a boys to men cover group oh come on mm-hmm. we only sang boys to men songs <gasps> oh, um, oh, we sang along with them though and we were always you know boys to men you remember it was wanye nate mike and uh sean so we were always sean, having to I recruit sean. i was sean sean was the skinny one uh he was he was Ye, who i was at like the big solos well we always had to recruit two other people because we couldn't keep a whole group together but him and i were the heart and Every day, I'd wake up, and this was like the summer of 96, and we'd go to Mario's like attic, and <laughs> we would record, and we didn't have a microphone. Like back then, headphones, like if you plug headphones into the mic port mm-hmm. in like a radio, yeah. it actually, one side would be a microphone, so we would sing into that. That's amazing. And um, we would just start with song one on the two album on Boys to Men 2, and we'd sing to the end, <laughs> and we'd cover it, all leading toward a concert. That we had at our friend Sal, who's no longer here, rest in peace, at his pool on like 4th of July. Oh my God. We were so into this, Emmanuel. Like, Boys to Men was famous for like wearing matching like Lacoste shirts and polo shirts and jerseys and stuff, dressed like them, everything. We had one show, there was about 22 people there. We put uh, like six girls in the front. When we came out to sing I'll Make Love to You, we brought roses out. For the girls. No. <laughs> There's also video of this. I don't know who we has it. We need the video. No, no, oh I, I swear to you. I have no idea who Jer, has this. Jer, you need to get the video. I don't know who. I really don't even know who has the video. If I don't anyone know. is listening, yeah. please. Why am I? By the way, I should not be opening this Pandora's Yes, you box, should be. Right? Yes. Because I know Mario <laughs> definitely has the cassette tapes. <laughs> I think we called ourselves Foreplay because there's four of us. And uh, full on. Who are the pervs here? <laughs> full on cover band, and I was the, I was Sean, and he was Wanye, and then um, oh my god, 
God. It's crazy because this is all coming full circle. That Derek Jeter photo yeah. that we referred to earlier was from his charity golf tournament. Yeah. So at the opening night ceremony, they were there. Boys to Men opened, oh. and there was only like four or five hundred people there, but they opened the show. And when I heard that, Connolly and I went to this. When I heard that, I'm like, Connolly, Boys to Men. He's like, Yeah, all right, whatever. And went to the bar. <laughs> couldn't give a flying. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't give I less of a fuck. He's like, tell me if they're gonna fuck if they're gonna gangster rap, I'll be excited. (laughs) Like, would have much rather (laughs) any, uh, like, yeah, anyone else besides boys to me. Like, yeah, I'm gonna go bid on some stuff and get a drink. Um, That's amazing. So I'm super fired up. I go outside, still smoking cigarettes back then. I go out back for a smoke, Uh and I'm smoking, and I kind of see like their roadies bringing like shit in and setting up. And then what do I see? I see boys to men. And I think there's only three. I think they lost Mike, who was the guy with the deep girl, that guy. I think he's out. I don't know what happened. Um, So I see the three of them come walking and it's like a standoff. Like they're looking at me. (laughs) I'm looking at them, but like staring like I'm literally seeing Elvis, like just tilting my head. And sure enough, Sean and Wanye come up to me and they're like, hey man, we just got to say it. I went, no, you don't get to say that. (gasps) I just have oh, to say something first. Great. I stopped them because I think they were Entourage fans. Oh. And I said, no, 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 no. Oh. You don't get to do that here so because I love you guys. And when oh. I tell you, when they came out, I don't even know if the whole party came over to watch the performance. I was front row. Oh. They gave out roses oh. to the girls like they yes. did. And I was in the front just like, oh. just going along. Yes. And, uh, Best story. Bree comes to me like two weeks ago, like, "Oh, hey, Boys to Men's playing this small, intimate show. Do you <gasps> want to go?" I'm like, "Yo, uh. you just won girlfriend of the summer." <laughs> but then she did bring up a point. What? Um, are they gonna play their new shit? Because I like they their have, new shit. Like, but like, I'm going there for "I'll Make Love to You," "End oh, yeah. of the Road," oh, "Bended yeah. Knee," "End of the Road," "Slay Me." Like, I want to hear their new stuff too. But but if for they, sure they will. They can't gloss over they the old can't shit, gl- right? No. That made them. That's why they're able to do this but you show. Know, artists like to break away from what they're famous for. Yeah, but I think they're pretty realistic. <laughs> and let's be honest. They fucking better be. Yeah. Because if they don't play I'll Make Love to You, yeah. I, oh. I'm going to be devastated. Oh, I would be too. Can you do, um, <clears throat> you got to do a Snapchat. Oh, I'm going to learn. And because I'm going to be, I'm going to be all over You're that. You're going to periscope yeah. it? Yes. Live. Yes. Um, wait, oh, hold on. I'm I have nervous. something to tell you about this. Please. this is, that was the best story by the way um that was so but we want to hear your stories we're not no, here no. for my dumb stories no they're not dumb i have a, actually a really quick entourage super quick moment um so growing up as you so understand i was obsessed with mary j blige oh. but like you know it was a 411 oh. like the best you know, like old school mary no more drama no yeah exactly <laughs> except that was new right but you know old school mary so we were for one season. I don't know. I don't remember. I'm on the red carpet. She did a, an appearance on Entourage. She did a cameo, yeah. I'm on the press line being interviewed, and suddenly, like, they're asking me a question, and Mary J <clears throat> is to my left, and they ask me a question, and I'm like, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, wait, sorry. <laughs> wait. Mary J is beside me right now, and I turn to Mary J, and I'm basically interrupting her interview, and I'm like, I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I love you. Sorry, she, not sorry. I not love sorry. you. And she was like, oh, I'm such a fan of the show. Same thing. And I was like, no, 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 You're no, not no, allowed no. to say it. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I love you. Sorry, carry on. 
literally interrupted interviews. So I know that feeling is, it's actually a great feeling. But um, last singing story, going back to <laughs> or, theater school. Or second to last. <laughs> if you have two, I'm fine with that. This is actually really funny. <laughs> Sometimes I pretend, though, that like, like when I'm in my power and I'm with my boyfriend and I'm like, yeah, babe, I went, like, I went to school. Like, I had to <laughs> sing. I had to learn how to sing, like, Les Mis. You're killing you know, me today. Like, <laughs> You're killing me today. <laughs> so I will, like, belt on my own. You know that one? Home. <laughs> that shit. Oh, my God. Like, in the car, in the bathroom, no, no, at, in home, the, at like, home. Like, like Adrian sitting on the couch. I'm you standing. You get up. You perform. <laughs> I perform. Oh. And my poor honey is sitting there and he was like, that's really good, babe. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, he's like, wow, you really can sing. And I feel like he's saying that just to say it. Like, can we move on from this now? And I'm like, wait, wait, another verse. (laughs) This is the high note. (laughs) This is the closer. This is what keeps, this is the panty dropper. This is what keeps him coming back. Oh my god! All right, that, I am so happy we went down this path. Me though. too. Me too. Oh, <laughs> I don't even want to transition into serious stuff. I want to. I want to. I want to stay right where we're at. Oh god! If I could sing, if I could sing. Oh, all right. This is truly the last story. But I, I can't sing. I, like I, like I guess I'm kind of. I could like carry a tune ish. Right. Like, but like karaoke, I'm not. Like, I'm like not even killing it, but. I auditioned for Jersey Boys, uh, the movie, Clint Eastwood's Jersey Boys. Oh, wow. And I I remember getting this meeting and like the email comes through and I'm reading like- Are uh, you doing it? No, they already did it. Oh, this movie came out like three oh, years ago. Oh, yeah, okay. I clearly did not get the part. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, I was not cast as uh, I did not get the part. But um, as I scroll down, it's like, you know, two seeds, log line, blah, blah, blah. And then in <clears> bold <throat> underneath is like, must perform Jer- one Jersey Boys song for 30 seconds. Oh, like, oh God. Oh. Uh, four seasons, rather. And, um, you want to talk about getting over your fears. Now, the only good thing is Clint Eastwood does not, like, refuses to be in the audition room. He thinks it's uncomfortable. He probably thinks he knows we'll all freak out if we walk in and see Clint sitting right. on the couch. So you're just with the casting director. But uh, I remember just going in. I did like my first scene. Very good. Did the sex scene. Very good. And they're like, okay, um, now to the singing portion. And I was like, oh, fuck. I'm like, guys, let's just di- roll it. Roll it. <laughs> and I, I, it was the sort of thing like jumping in a freezing cold yes. ocean or something. Like there's no like prepare. just started. And um, it was horrible. Was it honestly? horrible? Was it? It was an awful experience. The singing was bad. I rushed. I didn't want to be there. I was you terrified. Don't know that no, the I know. Singing was bad. You just felt mortified. You're just too good to be true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, Jerry it was, can actually kind but of. But it wasn't. That was really good. It was good to like do that. No, it was good to do that on the podcast. But to like audition to play like Frankie Valley. It's not really like Frankie Valley level. Okay, but no. So what they were so looking you're like for. me. You can hold a tune. If you went to a, like a, a a song, like a singing coach, you could do it. I bet you we yeah. could be really good Should we singers. do it together? Do you want to do it together? I'm not done. like, yeah. I don't think we take lessons together. I no. think simultaneously. And then we can come back and do a podcast. And maybe we do a yeah. show. Sing for each other. We could do a singing show. And I'll just be like the backup vocals. Let's do it. That's Let's actually do it. a fucking great That's idea. That's a great idea. That's a cool idea. little experiment. Let's do it. I'm so down. I'm not even kidding. I'm down. <laughs> let's put this on. All right. Let's yeah. get into it. Bree, will you help 
me research how to find a singing coach? I already coach? have because I wanted to do this. She already <laughs> scouted one. You already have a singing coach. I do because like I wanted better and better. I wanted to do it, and you know that like two. So we months. can all do it. This is perfect. Yeah, Bree, that means that you're gonna have to sing too. You're gonna have to get it. over your fear. Yep. We're I, all going to have to get over a fear. I don't really have a fear. Like, I'll sing. It's just bad. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> okay. No, that's it. While we're sharing stories, I have one for you real quick. Okay. Um, that, like, two-month period that I was preparing for the play that I thought I could sing. <laughs> the Christmas show. I may have made some videos. Some Britney Spears videos, which I showed you not too long ago. Oh God, this thing! I is mean, I cannot believe at fourteen weird. years old, I'm wearing like a bathing suit top stuffed with socks, so that like I have boobs, and I have these like light blue like satin pants on, and my hair in pigtails with fuzzies. And I'm how old are you? Fourteen. 13, Maybe 14? 13. I can't even. I don't even know. I would pay and so I'm much singing, money to see this. I know you wouldn't. I, I have the video on my phone. And I'm singing Britney <laughs> Spears like at the top of my lungs. And I have a mic that has like a cord on it. Yeah. And I swing the mic around and it hits me in the leg. <laughs> and I have it on video where I'm like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Let me just point out for the record, Brie. Um, it's hilarious. I want if I ever walked if I ever had a daughter <laughs> and if I walk in on my daughter singing a Britney Spears yeah. song in a padded in a stuffed bra <laughs> swinging around a mic tails. I'm just gonna go Brie yeah. you better come talk to your daughter I remember like my you stay here you can't leave <laughs> I Brie, remember go my talk parents like upstairs sleeping and my girlfriend and I like Trying to like be really quiet, but like sing while we're making oh. this. That is so amazing. <sighs> I hate to transition this, <sighs> but we have to. Bye. Bye, songs. But we have to. That's that's song time with Bree, Emmanuel, oh, and Jerry. That's uh, singing good. dreams. You and I don't know when we're gonna fit in these singing lessons because you are a very, very busy woman. First off, congratulations to season two. Murder in the first. Oh, thanks. Man. I mean, the the reaction I feel like is great because nowadays you could totally gauge right away on Twitter. Like, yeah. I feel like that show also. Like, I always even said it with Power was one of the more like live tweeted shows. I feel yeah. like Murder in the first. Like, I remember seeing we you retweet. Just Twitter would go over. nuts. Yes, well, it's mandatory to do it. Now, but we haven't. So yes, I'm saying we we you know we didn't have that. With Entourage, no. so I experienced it for the first time like two months ago. Was this kind of your first time seeing like a live tweeting oh, experience? Oh, God, yeah. And like everybody tuning in and being like, and seeing the regulars that show up, you know, of the yes. live tweet. Like, oh, my God. But you really do see like, wow, and you connect with your fans that way. It makes a difference. Apparently, this is crazy, you guys. Apparently, live tweeting ups like 20% of viewership. Wow. Isn't that wild? That's because a lot. That's a 20% lot. 20% is a big number. That's a lot. Just because people want to connect with you. They just, they want to connect with you. They're like, oh my God, she's on live. Wait, what show? Oh shit, I'm going to tune in on TNT Monday right. nights at 10 o'clock. Like, and it just became this thing that was kind of inspiring to know that it's worth the effort. It is. You know what I mean? Uh, but no, it was so well received. I had... Such an amazing time. You I love mean, that character because you're love you're playing a bad. We talked about it a little bit because I think you 
maybe you had just finished shooting or you just started shooting the yeah. last time. Uh, yeah, I think I just started. You've done so many podcasts now, I can't keep up. But um, <laughs> I remember you were like in like weapons training or some shit. I was, was in that- weapons training, totally. Oh. And of course, and then I got to totally like live in my fantasy of being like a 90s like full hip hop chick like wearing Timberlands and (laughs) puffies and flannels and being like a little hood rat which was like (laughs) what I wanted my alter ego to be always don't know why um and it was really really fun and to be kind of like a little bit you know ghetto and talk different it was fun um but my cast is so phenomenal it's a good cast right Sick cast. Yeah. And and I was really proud. Like, when I watch the show, honestly, it, you know, and I'm like a TV buff. I watch a lot of television, especially the stuff that's on cable. Yeah. And I watched my show, and I was like, wait a second. This is a really good show. Like, I would watch this. I would completely binge watch the well, show. It takes so much for you to, at least for me, to admit that something you're involved in is good. Like, yes. if you're like a harsh critic, which yes. I feel like you are yes. a bit too, like... Yes. For you to actually be like, oh my God, I would watch this show even if I had nothing to do with totally. it. That's a, like the biggest compliment you can give yourself. 100%. Right? I agree with you. Yeah. And you know, and I'm, I consider myself a TV snob. Like the stuff that I like is fantastic. And I think our show is very good. So that's nice. <laughs> yeah. And you also, so you said you also, you're leaving Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is because you have a film that's going to be at the Toronto Film Festival, right? And now that's got to be... Is that exactly, is that like coming home for you? Yeah. You know, is it? Like, yeah. is that, is Toronto considered not home, but like a little bit of a coming home for you? It's a little bit of a coming home. I mean, you know, listen, my, my, you know, as, as you know, I don't really have anybody there anymore. I have right. my friends that are there right. that are like family, but my sister's in Montreal and my brother just moved back from Trinidad. So he's outside of Toronto, but you know, Toronto remains a place where I grew up and I've never had a film that was like an official selection at the Toronto Film Festival. And, it's, a and then it's a good feeling. It's a great feeling, especially when you kind of live in America and people are like, oh my God, Toronto's my favorite festival. And you're like, how have I never had a movie there? Like, it's so bananas. Same here. Right? I've only like been to like Tribeca and yeah. like Cine Vegas. Right. Uh, I haven't, uh, and yeah. And I <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. documentary I did got into South Sunday. By, I think. Oh. I think I it's got it into Sunday. South By. But your film's called The Steps. The Steps. And James Brolin, mm-hmm. Jason Ritter. First yes. of all, James Brolin, well, that, that's just... Amazing. He plays my dad. Legend. Really? Yeah. Oh, and God. Jason Ritter plays my brother. And it's so Family much, story, right? Yes. It's a family... It's drama, like, it's a, comedy. Yeah, dramedy. And, it's, uh, and Christine Lottie plays our stepmother. What a great cast. Sick. And then our... Yeah, and our Canadian cast is so insane as well like really incredible talent and i'm yeah, i'm really excited to see it i'm gonna see it. if i could make a call i don't mm. know if i could find out i'm gonna ask my agent if i could find someone who works on the board at the toronto film festival and i'm gonna ask if at the opening ceremony you could sing the national anthem <laughs> oh my god you would <laughs> never do that there's no well, if you're like emmanuel would you like to open to do opening festivities and open the film festival how about sing the no. national anthem <laughs> how about hell no <laughs> well i look forward to seeing that congrats Thanks, uh, I, I wasn't invited to the toronto film festival so uh, i will not be seeing it there but the minute i'm able to see it i always watch everything 
that you do. Oh, uh, sweet guy. Because I am a fan of yours, just in addition to being like family with you. Thanks, um, baby. Me too. Also, Grinder. that's going to be cool, right? Grinder's going to be cool. Grinder, like, I, I can't, like, Rob Lowe is just on TV everywhere. Like, I don't understand how the guy has done so many TV shows. Like, he's just a machine. He's a machine. He is a machine. And, and he looks I, like he's having a good time oh doing my God, it, by yes, the way. And he's so lovely. It's so fun. It's such a funny show. I watched the pilot, which is why I um, Grind On Fox, right, Grinder? On Fox, yes. yeah. They sent me the pilot to watch because it's, I mean, they call it a guest star. It is honestly a cameo. It's right. a cameo. But when I watched the pilot, I was like, I, I want in on this. This is so it. funny. Yes. Um, Fred Savage. Who's this? I mean, uh, one of my idols. God, he's so One of the years is my favorite show. I'm sure funny. you would not want to hear that. But uh, I love him. Like, did you have, were you a one of the years fan or no? Not, it's okay if you weren't. I really wasn't. Like, that was wonder, like my pre-TV watching days. Okay? I just wonder if he's so sick of talking about it. Like if he met a nerd like me, right. like if I would like even broach like, the idea, if he'd be like, yeah, 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 all right. But like, because I, I hear such good things about him. He's also like a really good director. He directs like a shit ton of television. I just wonder if I like, I was like, hey, you want to come do my podcast and talk about the one years? You'd be like, uh, like I've never gotten that offer yeah, before exactly. in my life. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Crush dreams. Um, well, I'm excited to see you in that too. Thanks, man. And now we are going to definitely transition because it's not, I'm not going to say it's the reason why you're here because we're just checking in with you and we love to check in with you. But this is probably the most important part of the podcast to me because this is something I wanted to bring you on here for and raise awareness because, you know, I know when someone is extremely passionate about something and it just, especially with you, it kind of just comes out of you. Like you can't not talk about it and you kind of make this face when you talk about something passionate because we've had you talked about it a little bit on the podcast Mm -hmm. before and I kind of want to give you a bit of a forum to a help raise awareness and also I just think what you're doing is just unbelievably important and smart and cool and needs to be discussed uh the enough project raise hope Mm -hmm. for the Congo like I said we spoke about Mm -hmm. before but I what can we do? What are you doing with them? Like, I know you're you're kind of doing a campaign right now, right? Yes. Um, thank you so much for saying that. Obviously. And I mean that from the bottom of no, my heart. No, I know like, you do. And I, I, you're so amazing. And you were so great for retweeting and doing all of that stuff. I mean, it's important. It is. It's so important. Um, so, yes, it's raisehopeforcongo.org is the organization. There's a website that's like completely... It tells you everything about everything. everything. I've been that on there. Doing. Everybody, yeah. go on there because you get the Super full story. Informative, yes. Um, and shockingly informative. Yeah, exactly. And um, so I am doing an Omaze initiative. Omaze is this like amazing company that does these charity, you know, to raise awareness and right. kind of it's like a like a raffle style. Um, program right so I'm so I'm running the Omaze campaign to support Raise Hope for Congo which you know is just an incredible organization advocating for the human rights of all Congolese citizens Um, and a lot of people just don't know that the conflict over there is as bad it's 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 comparable to World War II 
Like it's it's insane. It's it's the deadliest war since World War II, and there's just not enough information about it. People just don't know because it's so you know it's far away, it's far away. And you know it's really interesting. I'm going to digress for a quick second. No, no, please. This is your this is your forum right it now. It makes me so. It's like, you know, you post stuff on social media, and there, there's you wouldn't believe how many people respond with like. Well, like, what about doing stuff here? Like, what about the people here? Their own interests. Yeah, you know, and it's like, by the way, I get that. And it's, P.S., I am doing stuff over here. Right. But why does that negate wanting to do stuff over there? Like, knowing, especially being a woman over here, we have all the freedoms in the world, knowing that a country like DR is having... A a war fueled over minerals made to like that they're mining to make our computers, our, phones, our cell phones, everything, our everyday stuff, our everyday stuff, and it's the and they use rape as a weapon of warfare. So these young girls and rape, by the way, and I won't get into the details, is putting it mildly. The craziness that's happening over there is. It's inhumane. It's inhumane. And that so many people still don't know or, you know, and so for me as a woman, I feel like if they just want their voices to be heard, for their story to be told, for the U.S. to come in and to just, you know, try to make this place safe, safer. It's like, yeah, right, I want to be a part of that. Like, I just I just do. To me, it pulls at my heartstrings. And these women are, I think, Bria, you, you remember that there was the, the documentary that I saw called mm-hmm. The Greatest Silence. And at the very end of the documentary, you know, after seeing what these women have gone through, um, mutilation, all these kinds of things... And the women at the end, you know, they just, they look to camera and they say, you know, we forgive these child soldiers because they don't know better. We forgive them. And all we ask is, you know, I know the hairs on the back of my neck just for, for our voices to be heard, for there to be aid that comes here. And it was like, I don't know. I saw that and I was like, yeah, I want to help that cause. So, long story short, um, this Omaze initiative, we're just trying to raise funds for the Enough Project mm. to continue to go in and to do, you know, a lot of policy work to continue to do the amazing work that they do over there. And so I have, so part of the raffle, if you will, is um, the experience is, you know, to come to Hollywood. It'll be a a flight paid for. Okay. Come to Hollywood, have uh, dinner with me at like my favorite spot, and then have Adrian Grenier come and join us for a drink. AG. AG. He'll put you on to some cool indie bands right? you've never heard we'll of. We'll have some fun. And. And and really just have a great time with whoever wins. And in doing this raffle, the reason why Omaze is so great is it's not just one person paying this enormous sum right. of money. It's in doing this, you know, you if someone pays $10 or, you know, hopefully 50,000 people pay $10, 
you know, you're raising awareness that way. Uh, more so than thing. one person exactly. writing a giant check. Exactly. So, um, you know, and we have like really cool uh, donor rewards uh, on the campaign. Right. So we have like, so If you don't get the big prize. Yeah, if you right. don't get, you know, dinner, then we also have like, I'm going to be doing some personal... Um, like recording personal messages. I want that. You know, I want that. <laughs> okay. You just got, you, you know what? You sold me. I would like you to be my voicemail greeting. <laughs> Amazing. Like, Amazing. How, like, hi, you've reached Jerry's phone. Hi, you've reached Jerry's phone. He can't come to the phone right now, but if you'll kindly leave a message, he'll get back and to you. And then say something in French. A très bientôt. <laughs> I mean, you mean to tell me at home, listening to this podcast, that you wouldn't want that fucking voicemail greeting? You're lying to yourself, okay? Get involved, and it's a raffle, and it's, you know, you're help. by the way, you're helping a cause. There's no reason why. Yeah, it's easy. It's fun. I, you know, we just need to get it out there more. Um, yeah. So, and it's, it's on my Instagram. The link is in my bio, but And on website- Instagram, you're at... Is it at Ishriki? Ishriki, yeah, same, it's same okay. as Twitter. Okay, and then um, the link is in the bio, but it's, it's, it's on my- Bree. Yeah. Another, I she's Did we fired. do Snapchat? Yeah. I guess yes, she Snapchat. I love this. Um, <laughs> but it's uh, it's it's www.omaze.com slash m is the em and, em. Anybody can go and. And you can look at, you know, what we're doing and it talks about, you know, what we're doing over there and why the cause means so much to me and what the prizes are. And I think it's going to be really cool. And let me add a few things to everything that you just said. Number one, um, look, you have one of the biggest hearts I know. And just because you're involved with this particular charity does not mean that you don't care about any other charities or anything else that's going on in the world. So let's just put that to bed right now. And anyone who's saying that to you kind of defeats the whole purpose of charity. You know what I mean? Like charity is about helping others. So while there's one cause that may be important to you, it doesn't mean that you should still not be helping others. So uh, I want to like just that that's kind of disappointing, but also Given the source, social media, what could you expect, right? Exactly. So you know, you know. There's always someone um, stirring the pot. And I also feel that, first off, you know, five, ten dollars, stuff like that is very reasonable. Like you said, to reiterate mm-hmm. your point, like instead of one person writing a check for a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars, you get a hundred thousand people writing a check for a, a dollar. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the double point. Exactly. You know, you're still raising the money and you're also raising the awareness. Um, I'm in. I'm gonna donate. Um, and. Uh, I'm gonna take the prize if I win. Oh my god, that would be the. Best. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna. Yes. Feel, I'm not gonna feel bad about the it. Best. I'm not gonna feel bad about it. Okay, if I win, I am gonna take the prize. Okay, and then also, uh, maybe look, that's when we'd finally have our double date, right? Because yeah. you had to enter the. I damn had to win raffle. a charity contest to get a double date with you and Adrian and me and Bree. Um, and look, I know it's a ways out, and I know you guys have already started promoting it. Um, but. I might do a surprise pop-in. <gasps> do you know what's crazy? Why not? Uh, can I tell you honestly? Uh, honestly? I, in my head... I don't know if I, this helps or hurts. I, I manifested this and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to put him on the spot. I would never put him in an uncomfortable position. But maybe he's going to be inspired to be like, yo, if I'm in town, I may do a drop by too. No, 100%. 
again, we're still far out, so we don't know date stuff. But just, I just, if you're listening out there, whether this matters to you or not, just know uh, I won't leave you solely talking indie rock bands with Adrian. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you like sports, you know what? I'll pop in. We'll talk a little sports. We'll have a drink. Oh my god. We'll talk about some stories about Emmanuel, uh, and uh, we'll have a good night. So for sure, I would love to be honored. And that just made my day. It's the Thank least you. I could do. Thanks, Jerry. By the way, so uh, again, omaze.com slash M, that's mm-hmm. E-M, and um, and look, guys, even if you don't have money to donate, like, tell someone about it, tweet yeah. the links, like, there's so many just things. Just retweeting that's, the links when you see it, just to retweet, is so helpful. That's my other point. Like, I get it, like, you know, times are tight out mm-hmm. there, too, so, like, if you can't spare 10 bucks, mm-hmm. it's fine. Mm-hmm. Tweet the link, It's that's 100%. free. Tell a friend to tweet the link. Stuff like that is uh, so we're gonna we're gonna enter the contest. Uh, at bad for business, and if I win, I'm taking it. And uh, I will. Yes, if it helps, I will gladly pop in. Oh my god, that's and, amazing! And have dinner. That's and, um, amazing. And it's because we care about you, but also just hearing you talk about it, like I, you, you gave me chills, and and I just feel compelled to help. Thank you so much. <sighs> this oh, was a good podcast. This was so fun. A lot of things accomplished today. Oh, that was so fun. I feel like what a perfect Labor Day. The, yeah, because like what a great way to start our day with like a ton of laughter. Right, and like now we sort go. of worked, but yeah. we didn't really. Yeah. Like it was labor ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was perfect. Well, happy Labor Day. Thanks, and, happy um, Labor Day. Good luck in Toronto. Thank you. We will send you pictures of boys to men. Oh, I can't wait. Seriously, I can't wait for. I'm very jealous. Oh, and wait, and I just want to say, please, uh, Brie. Yeah, Jar. Yes, we're doing. A song thing. Yes. Maybe in like six months time. That's a realistic time to get like, <clears throat> what, a goal of like five lessons in? Uh-huh. One a month, basically. One a month. Little practice time. This is such times. a great idea. No, no. We're doing this. But we're just going to accept that I am going to be the worst. <laughs> and we're okay with it. We're I'm going to accept that it. also while you and I are going to be doing this <laughs> once a month. Bree's probably going to go four times a month. Yes. <laughs> Brie, were you just at singing class? No. <laughs> Let's just accept that, that Brie is going to cheat and going to do like twice the Probably. amount of lessons that this we do. This is so good. We're totally going to do that and make a whole okay. like podcast segment out I of this. I can't wait. Uh, then I really win for the most times on the podcast. No, you no already No one won. will have been on four times. You already will. Honestly, this is a banger of a podcast <laughs> right here. I'm very proud of this one. Emmanuel, thank you thank so, you, so much. Again, everybody, omaze.com slash M. Get involved. Lots of uh, stuff that you need to be reading also on uh, with the Enough Project and Raise Hope for Congo. Thank you. All right, Emmanuel. Take care, everybody. Bye. When you see me rolling by, you know that I'll be high.
Bad for business.